Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. organizes this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today, I would like to discuss fighting words. Particularly in regard to a case, the state, state versus Bacala. And this is a Connecticut Supreme Court case. I would like to start by reading some stuff from the case to give you some background and how the judges decided on this matter. Quote, The defendant telephoned the stop-and-shop supermarket in Vernon to announce she was coming to pick up a Western Union money transfer so they would not close the customer service desk before she arrived. The defendant spoke with Tara Freeman, an experienced assistant store manager who was in charge of the daily operations at the supermarket, which spanned approximately 65,000 square feet. Freeman informed the defendant that the customer service desk already had closed and she was unable to access the computer that processed Western Union transactions. The defendant became belligerent responded that she really didn't give a bleep and called Freeman pretty much every swear word you can think of before the call was terminated. Despite Freeman's statements to the contrary, the defendant believed as long as she arrived at the supermarket before 10 p.m., she should be able to obtain the money transfer before the customer service desk closed. Accordingly, a few minutes before she telephoned, the defendant arrived at the supermarket, which was occupied by customers and employees. The defendant proceeded towards the customer service desk located in proximity to the registers for the grocery checkout and began filling out a money transfer form, even though the lights at the desk were off. Freeman approached the defendant, a 40-year-old woman who used a cane due to a medical condition that caused severe swelling in her lower extremities and asked if she was the person who had called a few minutes earlier. Although the defendant denied that she had called, Freeman recognized her voice. After Freeman informed the defendant, as she had during the telephone call, that the customer service desk was closed, the defendant became angry and asked to speak with a manager. Freeman replied that she was the manager and pointed to her name tag and a photograph on the wall to confirm her status. Some employees, including the head of the cashier department, Sarah Luque, were standing nearby as this exchange took place. The defendant proceeded to loudly call Freeman a fat, ugly bleep and a bleep and said, Bleep you, you're not a manager, all while gesticulating with her cane. Despite the defendant's crude, angry expressions directed at her, Freeman remained professional. She simply responded, have a good night, which prompted the defendant to leave the supermarket. In sum, the natural reaction of an average person in Freeman's position who is confronted with a customer's profane outburst, unaccompanied by any threats, would not be to strike her. We do not intend to suggest that words directed at a store manager would never constitute fighting words. Rather, we simply hold that under these circumstances, the defender's vulgar insults would not likely be, would not likely to provoke violent retaliation. Because the defendant's speech does not fall within the narrow category of unprotected fighting words, her conviction of the breach of the peace in the second degree on the basis of pure speech constitutes a violation of the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. The judgment is reversed and the case is remanded with direction to render a judgment of acquittal. End quote. The first two paragraphs were together, 
The last paragraph was towards the end of the case summary, and this summary is on casetext.com. I would like to make some comments about this and inspire insight. Fighting words are long considered an exception to free speech. So this case grappled with that. And in the case decision, they discussed the different circumstances of fighting words and how sometimes the same words can be considered fighting words, sometimes they cannot be, and all sorts of different circumstances that can determine whether something is fighting words or not. I don't use the B word very much, which is one of the things the defendant used in this case. Like I said, the defendant proceeded to call Freeman a fat, ugly B word and a C word. I have decided I'm going to be open to using that word. I haven't really found a circumstance to use it, but I would be willing to use it. Furthermore, it should not be banned or disallowed by any circumstance since free speech would permit the use of that. The C word, I definitely use. Not as a term for a person so much, but I've used it in poetry and obscene poetry that I've written. So I'm definitely in favor of using the C word. A lot of people don't like the word. In fact, when I tried to advertise this on a billboard, the proprietor of the billboard said no, he would not do that. He was afraid of people calling. So I definitely like the C word. The B word, I'm open to use it, but not so much. What about you? Do you use those words? What do you think? The F word, definitely. I'm willing to use that. Of course, I understand in different circumstances unwise to use such words, but in principle, I'm willing to use those words. The defendant's name was Nina Bacala. Forgive me if I pronounced the last name wrong. Nina is one of my favorite names. In fact, one of the protagonists of one of my short stories I named Nina because I really love the name Nina. What do you think of the name Nina? Do you like it as much as I do? Let me know. From my understanding of this case, I like how they ruled and I like the discussion. They seem to consider a lot of different angles. So although this is not a U.S. court case, it's a Connecticut case, and they did discuss how Connecticut situations may differ from the U.S. and different laws in Connecticut, I do like how this was used. And we should not stick to just U.S. cases, but also cases in the States. Those provide insight and inspiration for us as well. So do you agree with how the judges ruled on this? What would have you done if you were a judge? What do you think about fighting words? Let me know. How will you advance freedom of speech, the First Amendment, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.